comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a jittery monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. I'm your host, Greg Mahachko, and joining me is none other than the co-host of the year, Mike Luther. Hi, Mike. Good afternoon, Greg. And good afternoon to anybody that watched oh. Spirited. Oh, it, <laughs> did you watch it? I'm I'm about an hour into it. Okay, oddly enough, I was just watching it uh, while I was waiting for my computer to uh, load up, and that's the about the uh, last part I saw was the the song. Uh, good afternoon. Same. I, I'm puzzled because you do not like musicals, Mike. No, um, which I mean, I, I we can just get into this right now if you want. Yes. Um. So yeah, I don't. I don't like musicals. I I started watching it so we could have something to talk about on on the podcast here. I watch mm-hmm. stuff for content. Now, being that as it's a musical, the most they can get is a B. <laughs> Obviously, we know that, right? <laughs> I, I like I, I like Will Ferrell. I like Ryan Reynolds. It almost pisses me off about how good Ryan Reynolds is at almost everything he does. It's not fair. It's just not fair. You can't be that handsome, plus be good at singing and be good at dancing and be funny and be a good actor. It just doesn't make any sense. Amazing. Not amazing. Uh, Imagine how talented we could have been, Mike, if we just would have tried. (laughs) I thought you you were going to say if we were just handsome also. Or Canadian. (laughs) Or Canadian, true. No, honestly, for this, um, there are some songs that are somewhat catchy. The very first song they did, I don't remember what it was. Um, and, and they they are self-aware that it's a musical, which you mentioned mm-hmm. uh, in a message to me. Uh, and there's not, I thought it was going to be like, oh, this is one of those going to be a song every five minutes. And at first it was, but then there was a, a good chunk of time where there was no songs. I'm like, oh, okay, this is fine. And then they had the the like they said the last song that I I, I saw slash heard was the Good Afternoon song, which I, I guess won't make any sense if you haven't seen it yet, but it's it's pretty funny. Um, and they do it, it. Yes, it is uh, based on a Christmas Carol, which is like okay, they've done that so many times and so many <laughs> different reiterations of it. They, they, even, they, they even mentioned that, <laughs> right? But here's the thing: there's a good enough twist where it's like, oh, I haven't seen necessarily this before, because it's not just straight up um, Ghost of Christmas Pratt. You know, he gets visited by these three ghosts. Yes, they are in there, and you see them right away. But right. there's 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 more to it than that. So that, that's it. what I was going to say is, is so far, again, probably an hour or so left. Uh, uh, it's 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 a strong a a minus for me. Um but again, that's more jealousy. It, it how can Ryan Reynolds be so good at everything? <laughs> uh, um, but no, I do like that twist. 
Um, and I don't want to necessarily spoil it. It's only been out for, no. you know, less than 24 hours. It's on yeah. Apple TV, Apple Plus, whatever. And and uh, upon logging into the app uh, this morning, I was notified that December 19th, Apple Plus, whatever, you know, streaming uh, program that that's called is going from four ninety nine a month to six ninety nine a month. And you said, yeah, yeah everything's going up in price. <laughs> True. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, the Nerds United podcast is still free. Yeah, that's right. Lucky you, listener, best friend of the show, Josh, and and you others. Let's not, you know, we have more. Yeah, and and you, that the person that's hearing this right now, we also we know that you listen. We appreciate I don't you. Say your name. Yeah. Yeah, we're protecting your anonymity. Yeah. Tell your friend though to to also listen. We realize <laughs> we realize that you and the witness protection program uh, have <laughs> to have to rem- keep your identity a secret, and we're doing our part to definitely not mention your name. That's that's right. But we know who you are. But we know, sure. and, and we thank you. Uh, no, I I've really enjoyed it. I do like the twist uh, on how they're presenting the the ghosts, uh, you know, of Christmas past and present, etc. Uh, I. I think Will Ferrell, this might be, you know, one of his better um, performances in, in some time. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, you know, it's, it's a little wacky Will Ferrell, but it's also not, you know, it, there's, it's a good balance. So I, I'm appreciative sure. of that. Uh, so if you have the means and can watch Spirited, I think we both highly recommend that you do. Yeah. And here's the thing. Next year, Christmas movie tournament, it might be thrown in there. I don't know where it would stand. I don't know, but it's going to be in there somewhere. It, it's going to, re- it's going to for sure going to replace Gremlins. <laughs> Sorry, best friend of the show, Josh. Uh, I thought you were going to say it's for sure going to replace Love Actually. <laughs> I think well, next year, next year we'll have to, because I'm actually surprised that Josh chose Gremlins over Die Hard. That's okay. I think he. I think he knew that we didn't want Die Hard in there. I think I. I've you know addressed that both uh, blatantly and yeah. subtly, subtly enough to know. <laughs> um, do we want to do a quick uh, update on the tournament, or or we want to let that go? Since yeah, we're only yeah. About go halfway ahead. through. Oh, okay. So uh, I will fully admit we restructured round two a little bit. We said, well, let's do two a day, uh, and and then. What happened in that regard is I forgot to put any out on Thursday, so uh, my bad. Which is fine. It's it's it sure is. Um, so let me pull up the bracket here so we can get to the the updated numbers. And and Mike, you're going to help me fill in the bracket live on the show. Yep. And I probably have it. I mean, you can pull up yours as well. I've been updating it for the most part as well. Um, I haven't, I was able to save it in Google drive, which is awesome. Uh, So we have uh, in second round action, sweet 16. We had how the Grinch stole Christmas versus the Santa Claus. And Mike, you're going to uh, tell all the listeners who won that matchup. Uh, Grinch won that one. Did it really? 
which and it was almost i believe maybe a very close to a uh a, a clean sweep for that for for the grinch versus the santa claus there might have been i think i i think maybe there was one or two for the santa claus i think actually i can tell you right now i know uh i know on twitter there was a vote for a boot uh the santa claus huh but yeah the, unexpected the, yeah, I thought that one would be kind of a closer one. Uh, so then we have, um, and and I don't think this is uh, we, surprising. I mean, we had Arthur Christmas versus Charlie Brown Christmas. And we have Charlie Brown Christmas winning that. Now, I will say, and I'll, I'm also not surprised. No. Uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, which I, I, I did see it on Apple TV, so I will wa- rewatch that mm-hmm. just to... You know, I haven't seen it in years. I think people, if they would give Arthur Christmas a chance, I not saying they would they would vote for that rather than Charlie Brown, but I I, I just think people are voting for Charlie Brown because they haven't seen Arthur Christmas. It, that's you know. uh, that's a strong possibility, sir. A strong, strong possibility. Yeah. All right. Uh, elsewhere, we have. Uh, Home Alone versus White Christmas, and I know, in your heart of hearts, Mike, you really wanted White Christmas to win. I was going to say the true, the true one won, which is Home Alone. I and Home Alone. Um, I was going to try to see who's going up against, but we're not sure yet. Because not sure yet. I think yeah. it'll win that one. I think it. I think Home Alone's got a, a pretty smooth ride to the fi- uh, to the. Final four. So I, um, I yeah, I'd hope so, yeah. And then we have Muppet Christmas Carol versus Four Christmases. This one was the shocker because uh, I knew you know this. Uh 2017, when you did the tournament, uh it was it ended up being Christmas Vacation versus Muppet Christmas Carol. And now Muppet Christmas Carol is already out. Four Christmases one, which I have never seen Four Christmases. But I might have to watch it. I know it's on, I want to say HBO Max. I can't remember exactly. It's I think on something. you're right. I think you're yeah. right. But yeah, so we're no matter what, we're getting a new final matchup. No matter what. Which is super shocking. And it just goes to show you, like, I think you'll always have some movies that that kind of skate along to a, a certain level. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, we had uh, a... I'm trying to figure out or trying to remember exactly which one it was. Uh, oh, Elf versus Scrooged. Uh, yeah, you know, and and uh, you know that when when Scrooged won that one, which surprised you, and then I believe Scrooged is leading Rudolph with um, about what? half a day or so to to go to vote. Um, but yeah, we have we're halfway home to our Elite Eight. Uh, and everybody's waiting on their dancing. I'm partner. happy that my home alone is still in there. I was say that again. Michael, I'm sorry. happy that uh, home alone is still in there, but I'm happy that home alone is still in there. But I think my number two and my number three are probably going to get eliminated soon. Cause I know, I know Rudolph will most likely lose to Scrooged. And I think the next one, oh yeah. Christmas vacation and frosty. I don't know if Frosty stands a chance. No, no. Um, no. And it, but it not just with goes, our audience. No, 
No, uh, it just goes to show that it, it's a it's about the matchup, but it's also about who mm-hmm. shows up to vote. You know, True. so uh, for all of you out there, uh, I, I see the numbers. I know we have a lot more people who listen to this show uh, than who are voting. You know, in in, in the Chris twenty twenty two Christmas movie madness tournament, get out and vote. So if let's say somebody's listening right now and they, for whatever reason, they don't know about our Facebook page, how do they find our Facebook page? Facebook.com slash nerds United show, or in the search bar, you can type in nerds United and it will be uh, a heroically styled domino mask and a Cape emblazoned monkey. This is nerds United. Yes. So look for nerds United show. Facebook, Facebook.com Nerds United Show. And you go on there and you'll you'll see the matchups right away. And look, you can vote for any one of them. They might be closed on some of them, but you know what? Go ahead and vote. It won't count, but vote anyway. It it boost make makes it uh, more visible than when, when the new yeah. ones come out, I'm guessing. Yeah. So current matchups that we have that are still in play, as you mentioned, we have Christmas Vacation versus Frosty the Snowman, a Christmas yep. story versus Bad Santa. We have Scrooge versus Rudolph and Noel versus A Christmas Carol. And I also think it depends on the version of A Christmas Carol because five years ago, mm-hmm. I did the Jim Carrey CGI version of Christmas Carol. And boy, that got poo-pooed, you know, <laughs> faster than, I mean, it, it, it was deader than Kelsey's nuts. So, All right. Mike, what are you drinking tonight, sir? Uh, this is a fruit punch flavored water. Oh, nice. Just keeping it simple, man. Yeah. Keeping it. Uh, right. I have last weekend, uh, my, my oldest and I went and ran some errands, um, did a couple fun things, and we went to uh, Total Wine in Fairview. And I found out you can take a miner there. It's perfectly fine because it's just a store. Yes. And he helped me pick out some beers. Uh, for me to enjoy, and he he was very excited about this tangerine rattler. Um, Ooh, interesting! Drinking a rattler in the wintertime. Yeah, it's still allowed. I, and it's still allowed. It's five point three uh, percent alcohol by volume. Um, I've got uh, this is what I drank last night while I was recording another podcast. This is a brown ale. Then I didn't read the fine print, and I wish I had, but it was still good. It's brown ale. It's a smoky chipotle pepper brown ale, and it's called Tractor Fire. Was it a little spicy? Not nearly as bad as the one that I had a couple months back that I couldn't even finish. Uh, right, that, right, was, that was unbearable. That. This one, this one was much more manageable. So, uh, and I, I enjoyed it. So, I uh, got a few more fun ones in there that, uh, uh, and a couple of Trappist beers as well. Are you familiar with Trappist beers, Mike? Not offhand, no. Trappist beers, you have it has to be uh it the way what makes it a Trappist beer is it has to be brewed by Trappist monks. Okay. And I, I've got a couple of those. And and they're pretty celebrated as far as in, in the beer community because they're pretty rare. Um it's like uh I'm trying to think. There's you know like how there's other like fruit food, foods and things like that that are that are only okay. I guess maybe the best uh, um, uh, way to compare it is bourbon. Uh, bourbon has to you know it, it it 
can only be distilled in the States, has to be over like 53%. Uh, corn is the primary grain. I mean, it has to be, there's certain specifications that, that has to have to qualify to be a bourbon. Same with the Trappist beer. It has to have certain characteristics and, and be uh, brewed in a certain manner. So pretty excited. I'm, I'm saving those for uh, my last two. So, Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Mike, you can take save us. those for when we do uh, turkey after turkey. Yeah, that'd be a good one. That'd be yeah, very take... good. Yeah, good way to sell. All right, Mike, Mike, are you coming over for that? Or are we going to do that virtually? Virtually. Okay. Yeah. Most likely. <laughs> we'll see how I'm feeling, but most yeah. Most likely. You We're doing that on Friday, Friday, right? Thursday or Friday. Well, can't, well, Thursday, Thursday's Thanksgiving. How late do you stay out on Thanksgiving? To the after, I guess mean, yeah, it could be after Thanksgiving. Yeah, either one works Still for me. technically be after turkey, you twat. That's true, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I know before the, before, before the podcast, you said you didn't, you haven't bought anything or, or read anything. Um, I have done some reading. I didn't buy any new comics, but I did some reading. And I was thinking about this today because I know like, – a couple months ago, maybe it was even a year ago. Who knows? I asked you like your style of reading as far as, you know, do you finish like volume one of something and immediately go to volume two? Or do you like, I used to skip around and you like looked around your, your house and was like, Oh, well I'm on halfway through this one. And I'm like, so in this one, I was like, that's, that's crazy. Why would you do that? But here's the thing. Now I'm doing it based out of laziness, really, because I have a comic book downstairs, like by the recliner. So if, I, if I'm sitting down there, I can just like pick it up, start reading it. <laughs> and then I have here's the thing. I have one. I had one up here and I had started it and then forgot about it and picked up a different one and started reading that one. And then I was like, I swear I had a different one up here. So essentially I have downstairs. I have Moon Knight that I'm reading. And then up here, I started reading House of Slaughter, which is kind of like a prequel to, as far as I can tell, to Something's Killing the Children. Mm. And then also uh, DC's uh, The Flash. It's a DC Universe Rebirth, The Flash, Volume 1, Lightning Strikes Twice, which I just started in that. So I haven't finished any of those, but I did finish Lock and Key Volume 2, which continues on the messed up... Um, Bad shit crazy crazy uh even like so finally they had it's called head games they introduced the the head key into it but it's done differently if i remember correctly compared to the the comic book and the the tv show because in the tv show they do unlock the head but they're like inside of it and they're actually like looking around and stuff mm-hmm. Whereas this one, the comic book, you see them looking into the person's head, like the top of their head is off, like half the half of their head is off, right? And they're looking into it, and I thought one, and and they can take stuff out of it, and the cool thing is when Bodhi does it, he's like, I'm, I want to try this out. I want to put, I want to see if I can learn something by putting stuff in it. So he stuffs a cookbook, a giant cookbook, into his head, which that in itself is just weird, like graphically. It's a rough visual, yeah. Yeah, and then and but I like how they did it because he talks to his mom afterwards, and his mom's cooking something. He's like, "Oh, mom, you need to blah 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 with the eggs, and then you need uh you know three tubes of uh heavy cream." And she's like, "Tubes," 
And she, and he's like, yeah, three tubes of heavy cream or whatever PBS. it was. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, wait, you need tablespoons? And he's like, I don't know. And I was like, oh, that makes sense because it's like it's one thing to just memorize something, and it's another thing completely to like know what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. You know. And 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 I think for the show presenting the information, it, you know, the way they did, where you're kind of like walking around inside, you know, mm-hmm. like they're definitely made a lot more sense made made it made it more appealing and also when you get to you know, like that the the end you know the third season it it really helped to be able to finish out the story yes yes so i was thinking if 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 you could let's say you could i don't even know if i had no answer for this myself but if you could put any book in your head and at least know that book at least it's memorized is there a book you would put in your head or yeah. books even no we're gonna start with this one right here let's see oh <laughs> see that's perfect this is the <laughs> this is the big ass book that i i i got it, it's work related uh i acquired it a year and a half ago i've not read it um and, and <laughs> i was just gonna ask you that I, i've not i can't it i was talking about this uh when i was uh, out out at the chicken fry earlier uh another guy asked he's like you just want to take this test for me? I was like, I don't No, I don't want to. I said, you know, I, I've been there. Uh, I, I got the, the pre-licensing book ahead of time and I started reading it, but I got like two pages in and it just, I, my eyes glazed over cause I couldn't, I, it's one thing to read it, but it's not like, you know, you read a story and you have some context as to, you know, like, cause it builds the story up, but they just right. ju- drop you into this. It's like, Boom! Here you go, terminology and things like that. I'm like, no, that's not. That's not. So that's that's where I would start. Now, with the the knowing what we know about Bodhi and, and the Tebes and things like that, mm-hmm. I I might have all the information, but I may not be able to unscramble it <laughs> enough right. for for it to sure. make any sense. So it may not help. But that's I would definitely start with my series sixty five book. That's understandable. Now. It, yeah, you don't have to answer this if you don't to. Is, like, is that one thing you have to do? Is that it's like part of your job? Like, hey, you have. I mean, you've been more, you more than a year and a half, so I don't know how. Um, it's recommended. Okay, you know, like, okay. like, like when when I take and pass the test, more things will be available to me, but okay. it's it's not mandated. Uh, it's it's kind of like advised, I guess. Okay. If if I ever get right. around to it, I can make more money. Yeah, why who was that? Well, I mean, I do, but it's yeah. again, it's it's uh like I don't even know why I have the book here. The book honestly should be at the office because I don't have any quiet time to read here. Like I have it I oh, barely true, have, yeah. I barely have time to read well, for fun. Hold on, here's the thing though. Okay, you got you got well, three kids, but oh. two kids for sure don't really Bedtime stories. Yeah, they don't know. You just, you just do. You got to do it in the bedtime voice. Hold on, you know. Hold on. Let me, let me try that. Let's see how, okay, how yeah. quick. Let's see how quickly I can put you to sleep. Okay. All right. Let's go. <clears throat> do it. Do it again. Do it in the bedtime voice. All right. Everybody, just random page. Any, any page. All right. <clears throat> Summary of exemptions from registration under the Uniform Securities Act. 
Let's start our summary with the key statement from the USA. It is unlawful for any person to offer or sell any security in this state unless one, it is registered under this act, or two, the security or transaction is exempted under this act, or three, it is a federal covered security. We must point out that these exemptions apply to the security or transaction only, not to the securities professional. So if a security is exempt, such as a government security, it can be sold in this state without any registration. But the person who sells it must be properly registered in this state, unless that person qualifies for the exemption. Are you confused? It actually says, are you confused in the book? What music do you play, Mike? I don't know if you hear that lullaby music. Oh. <laughs> it took a minute for it to, to play. Like it, it, it couldn't play if I was uh, registering audio on my end or something. So yeah, that's the book, Mike. I about put myself to sleep. That's the problem. When I sit down to read, I fall asleep too. I mean, when you sit down to do anything, you fall asleep. So it's understandable. <laughs> that's, that's so fair. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, but uh, it, honestly, it's speaking, a good thing that it, it's a good thing that I reached out to you when I did, because I bet if I would have gone another 10 minutes without saying hi, Mike, uh, I, I, I'd be asleep right now in my chair. Probably. Uh, but speaking of comics, Stephanie Phillips, fan of the show. Just kidding, I don't know if she listens, but uh, she um, uh, made the announcement that she is going to be teaming up with Marvel to do Cosmic Ghost Rider, which makes me want to read Cosmic Ghost Rider. Right, and and I don't know anything about Cosmic Ghost Rider, but apparently this Cosmic Ghost Rider is Frank Castle. Yes. So. Uh, he is a Ghost Rider. He's the Ghost Rider, and he's cosmic. That's, that's what I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, March 2023. Yes. Pretty excited for that. that No, just a few months. I I bet you. Uh, And it says, oh, and the cover art says, and this time there are two of him. If I had to guess, Cosmic Ghost Rider has what I call everything powers, which is the writers just can give him whatever. They like intangibility. He can make a new reality if he wants. But I I say that in, in an exciting way, too. So I'm very happy for that. Mike, mm-hmm. if you could make any reality you wanted, mm-hmm. you know, we don't need like all the details, but like what's a reality mm-hmm. that you would make happen? Uh, I have a house. I have plenty of money in the bank. I got obviously my son here and he's doing good. Um. That would be the three main things. I mean, you know, family's happy too, but they're my family's pretty good, so they're they'll keep you, them how they are. You got a good family. Yeah, they're good. They're good. I would say, given the opportunity, mm-hmm. um, I I like uh, I know this is gonna sound horribly selfish, and I apologize for that. I'd like a bigger house. Bigger house, okay. Uh, and really what I want with the one thing that popped in when, when this, when I asked you this question, the one thing that popped in, uh, more than anything was, I just want life to be a musical. <laughs> oh, you know, okay. But going back real quick, back to the spirit of thing. Cause that, that it made me think of that. Uh, so they said, we kind of mentioned this when 
they said, oh, this is a musical, and they said the afterlife is a musical, and I yep. thought to myself, that would be horrible. One, okay, if there's an afterlife. Two, if it's a musical. I'd be like, oh, God, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, Mike. Uh, Mike, there's, there is an afterlife. Well, okay, if you, you you can believe that, that is fine. I have, I have no problem with people believing that. Okay. I'm glad. And hopefully <laughs> But but if it is, hopefully there is. Hopefully it's not a musical. I well, here's the thing. Or what if? Okay, positive spin on it though. Mm-hmm. What if it is a musical and I'm magically good at dancing and singing? That's. I then, imagine. Then I imagine that in in the afterlife, if if the afterlife is as good as I hope it's going to be, you're probably going to have more resemblance to Ryan Reynolds in in a lot of regards. Well, I'd say that's that's fine with me. Washboard uh, abs. Um, he'll probably want your beard, uh, but you'll be like, no, Ryan, you'll have to grow your That's own. Not, by the way, I'm I'm growing the beard out now. I mm-hmm. can tell because uh, it's no shave November, and then it's going to be just you know keep it going December January because it's winter time. You know uh, who did not get the memo about no shave November this morning? Who's that? Tisk tisk. And I even trimmed up the goatee a couple of days ago to look more professional. Uh, understandable. Gave myself a haircut. Yep. You're like, yeah, we could tell. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it is what it is. It's I mean, fun. I can't say anything about hair. My hair is just messed up. Your hair's delightful, sir. How dare you? Oh, you know what? I also thought of this. Um, as far as like uh, creating your own reality, I would also want the reality of any time I walk by an ex, they're just they're like, "Ooh, okay." I wish I wouldn't have broken up with him, and then I just walk on by. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> do you think when you're walking by, they they look back and they're checking out your butt? Of course, that's yeah, course. that's part of it. Yeah, and, and do, do you think do you think in your augmented reality you have like a better butt, or they just really miss the butt you have? They they miss they miss the old boot. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, I think we should probably just move on. I think for the thumbnail for, for this one, it should just be a picture of my boot. Is, is it going to be, be covered? Oh, jeans on, jeans on. Yeah, covered. Yeah. Wait, could could you do that? Like too a, many people would. Could you do that? Like Bruce Springsteen style? I know it's going to yeah, be an awkward, it's going to be an awkward question for your son. Be like, can you take a picture of my boot? <laughs> of course. And maybe like maybe you got a, a a handkerchief like hanging out of the one pocket, and you're kind of off to the side, like uh, like the boss. Anyway, um, <laughs> I know I, I feel like I know a little too much about that album cover. It's <laughs> all right. All right. So, Mike, you know what's on Netflix right now? Oh God. Um. Well, Stranger Things season one, two, three. I think just three. No, and four. Um. Cobra Kai seasons, however many there are. Oh gosh, uh, there's a lot of movies on there. There's. Do you know what's new on, on Netflix right now? New? Yeah, there's probably a lot of. Hold on, let me grab my phone. There's probably a lot of new things I can look up. Mike, do you want me to list all the new things, or do you just want to tell us? I just want to yes. tell you. Let me tell you what's new okay. on Netflix right now. R.I.P.D. Two, the Rest in Peace Division Two, which was also Rest in Peace Division. R.I.P.D. was also a Ryan Reynolds movie that he almost True. salvaged. Uh, but 
RIPD 2 stars Jeffrey Donovan of um, Burn Notice fame uh, from USA. And it is available now on Netflix for your viewing pleasure. I remember kind of us talking about how there was supposed to be an RIPD 2. Like it was in the works, maybe. I didn't know it was going straight to Netflix. I didn't even know it was out at no, all. No. Um, the original one, of course, we, we talked about at the time, uh, Ryan Reynolds, Jeff Bridges. I have a feeling maybe this is all speculation because I, I haven't watched it yet, but I have a feeling that Jeffrey Donovan may be playing that Jeff Bridges character because I think he's more of a cowboy. Okay. I, I Okay, yeah. yeah. You could be right. Yeah, I would have no clue. Um, I I have no plans of of watching it unless we plan on doing like a review of it. We do. Okay, then I will watch it <laughs> then. <laughs> Begrudgingly, or maybe it'll be okay. Who knows? I mean, if you're watching Spirited for for content, you know, true. discussion purposes, you'll do the same for R.I.P.D. Yeah, true. So R.I.P.D. Two is on Netflix and coming up. Down the road at some point, Sony's going to be bringing more of its spider characters to Amazon. And it looks like it's going to start with a a TV show uh, surrounding the character Silk, which I admit I know very little about. Um, And also, I don't know if I'm surprised to, to realize or not, Sony doesn't really have a home for streaming content. They I guess they can kind of go wherever they want to with it. Yeah, I'm kind of glad they don't because I don't need an, have to get another streaming service That's or true. have you have to get another streaming <laughs> service. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, sir. Yeah, I mean, you know. I mean, just me. I got I have them all. Yeah, uh, I don't money. I don't know much about Silk either. I just what I what I've read, I know she's uh, a Korean American woman who uh, got bit by the same or same same radioactive spider as uh, one Peter Benjamin Parker, um, or maybe yep. the same type or something. She got bit by a spider. That's all Cindy Moon, a Korean American woman who finds herself gifted with arachnoid abilities after sustaining a bite from the same radioactive spider that sank its fangs into Peter Parker. She's imprisoned for years on end. Cindy finally escapes captivity and sets out to find her family, all while cultivating the alter ego known as Silk. Given that the show's general synopsis sounds identical to the hero's comic book origin story, odds are good we may finally get to see the Inheritors, a group of vampiric beings who hunt down and suck the life force out of spider people across the multiverse, brought to the world of live action. Hmm. Yes. Um... Silk Spider Society uh, hails from the Walking Dead showrunner Angela Kang and Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse alums Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Uh, Kang officially inked a multi-year deal with Amazon Studios, is going to showrun and will executive produce with Lord and Miller and longtime Spidey producer Amy Pascal, who I thought she got herself into some trouble a few years back with like Sony leaked emails and things like that. Yeah, well, I mean, there was the the and that was a while back actually. There was a bunch of leaked Sony emails. I don't know if she she might have gotten in trouble, but like she didn't leak them. 
Um, I, no, the only thing I know, if I remember correctly, it, and it, not getting into trouble for this, but I think it was her and Kevin Feige in an interview together because they were talking about, I think it was when Spider-Man was coming to Marvel, like temporarily type of thing. They, they had that deal worked out. And the interviewer asked is, so are, are there, are there going to be cross between, you know, Spider-Man villains and, um, you know, superheroes and stuff like that? Are they going to be going back and forth? And she's like, yeah, absolutely. They're, they're all interconnected now. And he was basically just like, nah, not really. <laughs> it's like, what? I didn't say it like that, but that's, that's the gist of it. He shot that down pretty damn fast. Yeah. Uh, now look, we're, we're in a golden age of, of comic book you know, live action comic book material. So uh, bring it on. Agreed. I'd be, I'd, I'd also be interested to see um, like Miles Morales, although I feel like that's like the, the big one, um, you know, that's yeah. on a lot of people's, I don't know if bucket list is the right term, but you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And they'd have a lot of world building to do, but the, um, the clone saga could be fun too. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a lot though. I think you're, we're more likely to get Miles Morales in. I could say honestly, even within a couple of years, we could get him in. And then, like you, you could get Spider Woman. Yeah, um, Spider Gwen, Spider Gwen, for sure. Spider Pig. <laughs> yes, a live action Spider Pig. That'd be awesome. That would Just, be, that would be interesting. Why not? No, I said interesting. I didn't say bad. I thought that'd be interesting. You, you the your tone denoted something that left much to be desired. I because I it, we've obviously seen uh, a Spider Ham uh, on uh, as an animated. You know that's the fact, Jack. Yeah. Well, well, can there honestly be a full movie with him? I would unlikely, but I could see him cam a, a live action. You know CGI. Uh, cameo in something, maybe even like an app end credit scene. It's something would be interesting, it'd be fun. Now, Greg, I don't know if you have more about the Spider Verse, uh, Silk, but uh, speaking of female um, movies that unfortunately aren't taking place, there's was supposed to be a female led. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. I believe Margot Robbie was going to be in it. That's right. I'm sure there was other people. I don't think it was going to be a solo project for her. Um, it was gonna, it was not going to be a one woman show, as far as I know. But it, it, Margot Robbie said it's not happening anymore. That's a shame. Yeah, and I I heard a couple I, things it, about it. I I realized that my very short response of that's a shame that might come across as like ambivalent but i like the pirates of the caribbean franchise um i really do uh while yes there are better movies than others in you know that carry i enjoy them all and i know that sounds i don't know a little too accepting of what some may consider like bad cinema or whatever but they're fun that's all yeah i think i've seen all of them except for the very last one and I've seen them a couple, a handful of times. I I, I think that the, the cancellation of it, if it is truly canceled, I don't think it has anything to do with 
it being female led or Margot Robbie or anything like that. I just think there was probably not much interest, honestly, in the parts of the Caribbean, or l- I would say a lot less interest than in years past. I th- I think you're right, and I'll I'll throw this little addendum in there. A lot less interest if there's no Johnny Depp. And that could be too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, okay. Uh, before we get on to, well, let's go ahead and do it. I don't, I don't have a, a different segue. So uh, Emily Blunt, who is uh, of course, Mrs. Krasinski, uh, Mrs. John Krasinski in real life, but has been in a slew of movies of all sorts of genres from action to comedy to Probably romance. I don't know. Um, She said uh, recently in an interview with the Telegraph, and I did not post the entire, like the link directly to the Telegraph in the interview because it's one of those, oh, subscribe to see the rest of the blah, blah, blah. And that's not my style. Um, But Emily Blunt, uh, who has played strong female leads in, in a few films, says she's bored of that strong female lead type character. And goes as far as saying they're the worst thing ever. I'm reading this from Geeky Rant. I'm sorry, uh, GeekTyrant.com. Quote, it's the worst thing ever when you open a script and read the words strong female lead. That makes me roll my eyes. I'm already out. I'm bored. Those roles are written as incredibly stoic. You spend the whole time acting tough and saying tough things. Um, I I thought, do I want to? bring up this topic and I thought I, I I did I want to bring up this topic because um there's certainly been I don't know pushback or backlash or whatever on the internet from uh, a certain population um of of the audience uh who doesn't uh what's the word I'm looking for um there's a word, but basically it's like doesn't see themselves as that character. Uh, re- they're not, they don't feel represented by a Captain Marvel or, you know, a Wonder Woman or whatever it is. Right, right. Um, but, and, and, and I'm not here to like mansplain or change Emily Blunt's mind. I, you know, her opinion is her opinion, and I'm not trying to invalidate that. I'm going to go back though to the most recent uh, season of, Doom Patrol. And I know a lot of you think like that's gonna be odd I'm trying to figure out where he's going with this. Um, it's in a in the what is it, the great flagellation or yes. something that they call that. Yes, yes. And and it's it's uh particularly about Victor Stone and his like flashback scene where he's in the store and he knocks down a toy. I mean he didn't do it like on purpose, it just kind of fell off the shelf and he's going to pick it up and he, he gets accused of stealing and like the store manager is going to call the cops or whatever. And, and, you know, Papa stone comes over and he's like, this, this is my son. He's he'll, he'll be okay. I'll fix it. And, and after the store manager walks away, you know, he's like, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. And I, I made a mistake. And, 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 uh, Sly and the family stone said, we can't afford to make mistakes, you know? So like I see uh, in, you know, part of maybe why Hollywood's leaning so far into like that strong female lead type is for so long, they haven't, you know, they've, it, it, it's been a, a stereotypical, almost comically. So like damsel in distress. Um, and, and so in, in, in a world or, or in a, 
you know, where, where um, a, a black man can't make a mistake for fear of how it could be misinterpreted, you know, uh, and, and potentially like, you know, ruin his life. I mean, at least in, in the, in the context of doom patrol, you know, they're going to call the cops. The kid knocked a, a toy off a, a shelf and was pretty, you know, apologetic about it right away. Um, like if, if there need to, if they need to like, maybe feel like there's a void, uh, uh in one area of Hollywood that they need to write, you know, characters that are less, damsel in distressy cliche that's fine you know like i said i i've pointed out on so many occasions you know that that wonder woman's a the original wonder woman the, the first one is a fantastic movie mm-hmm. um and, and i you know and and i really like emily blunt's performance in edge of tomorrow i wish i could find it streaming somewhere i'm sure it's on a service that i don't pay for <laughs> um but but that's a really good uh, movie, and you know the, those are just a couple examples. But maybe that's the point: is that you know, like where in in the Doom Patrol universe, where you know young Vic Stone can't make a mistake for being you know he's like we 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 don't get the luxury of of making mistakes in in our world. Maybe to change the perception, you know women's roles don't have the luxury of being that damsel in distress anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. So a couple things. Um, one, I like how you mentioned wonder woman being like a strong female lead, but obviously, you know, that in the comic books, at least when they first started out, she really wasn't, or at least it, she, her flaw, if you are her weakness was if a guy bound her hands together, she was weak. She lost all of her powers. Well, you know, so, we had right, no, 80, but I'm, no, I'm 80 just saying, years to change that. <laughs> hold on. Okay. So I'm just saying that's 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 how it started off. Now, obviously, I, that's not the case anymore. As far as the story with Emily Blunt, I, I don't know. Um, I, I would love to obviously sit down and talk with her and just be like, oh, wait, what did you mean by this? Um, whether it's here's what I look for in a movie and it's not that someone says, Oh, it's a strong male lead or it's a strong female lead, whatever it is, whoever's in it is the story. Good. That's all I care about. Mm-hmm. You know? So I, like I said, I, I don't know. And, I, and I'm not saying she's wrong. And, and, and anyway, she's read a thousand, a hundred thousand more scripts than I ever have or ever will. So she, she, I know I understand what she's talking about, or at least I I believe her when she says that when she sees strong female lead, she doesn't like it. Now I don't think, and I'm not putting words in her mouth, but I don't think that means she's against a strong female lead. I just think that means when she is reading a script and they are blatantly saying, "Hey, this is a strong female lead," instead of starting off like, "Hey, here's the story," or "Hey, the main character is somebody who is." uh honest independent hardworking, whatever you want to call it i think she's might be more upset if they if they're right out in front street saying this is a strong female lead because that's all they're going to focus on sure and they're not going to focus on the story that's my guess but like i said i don't know no and and i I, you're probably more right you know than than the articles that have come out almost condemning you know her words uh, in in 
I, I'm not trying to get you political and, and I won't, but it's like you can't have a thought counter to the, the mainstream opinion anymore, even if it's, you know, about someone that looks like you, <laughs> you know? Right. So, well, though, here's the thing though, when you say that, what you mean is online, you'll have a lot of people in comment sections and, on you know tweeting something out that are saying that if you meet people in real life i think they can have a conversation like me and you have oh sure well you, you know, know like you and i though we're we're good yeah well yes yes that was that was a lot more you know for the people who couldn't see that and were like what the hell does that mean now, just you know, whatever you imagine, that's what Greg was doing. Just right. whatever, whatever you imagine with that sound, that's what Greg was <laughs> implying and doing. Sure. Uh, move, moving on as we as we shift back to comic books here, uh, at least for for a couple minutes before we wrap mm-hmm. up with uh, the other uh, holiday release that that came out or at least coming out in sections. Free comic book day, Mike is coming back Saturday, May sixth. 2023 and we have a list of some of those titles that are going to be available on free comic book day uh it's uh, uh this list was curated by 20 plus comic shop retailers who make up the fcbd selection committee and the gold sponsored titles come from the industry's top publishers like aftershock comics we're familiar with them archie comics boom studios dark horse Dynamite Entertainment, Graphics, IDW, Image, Kodansha Comics, Marvel, Titan Comics, and Viz Media. Any uh, uh, any, any uh, publishers jumping out as far as not being on that list, Mike? TKO? DC. Oh, well, yes, and also DC. <laughs> uh, but, but I just assumed the, they were on there. I mean, th- there will be something there. Um but some of the gold titles will be from uh, uh, Aftershock uh, Comics, which brought us uh, our first uh, introduction to Stephanie Phillips uh, with Dis- The Descendants uh, is, I just had it here, uh, Seismic Stories, Prelude to the Darkness We Brought Back. Um, and then Archie Horror Presents the Cursed Library, and we have whoop, Boom Studios Ranger Academy. Uh, it's a bold new take on Power Rangers mythology. The start of an epic saga. Perfect for longtime Rangers fans and new readers. Uh, Dark Horse has given us the Umbrella Academy. Um, with, uh, I guess it's a little something something new there. Um, and, oh, the Umbrella Academy slash The Witcher. So there you go. Uh, we're also getting from Dynamite, Red Sonia, She-Devil with a Sword. From uh, Graphics, Dogman and the League of Misfits. Sounds like that might be a um, a good one for kids. Captain Underpants, etc. IDW is giving us Star Trek. Uh, and Image is giving us Fish Flies. I don't know anything about Fish Flies, probably because it's number one. Newest series from Eisner Award winning creator. Oh, here you go. Jeff Lemire. When a child running away from home befriends a monster, she sets off a chain of strange events and bad omens. So I know which one you'll be getting there on May 6th, 
Mike, because yes. I know you're a big Jeff fan. Um, yes. Kodansha Comics is an all-ages gold sampler. That one, I'll be honest with you, doesn't look at all familiar to me. Uh, Marvel gives us the Amazing Spider-Man and Venom uh, with the dangerous Meridius Redding for War. The stage is set for catastrophe. This year's free comic book day will mark the beginning of the end of the symbiotes. Ooh. Ooh. And then also for Marvel, we get uh, Avengers slash X-Men. And there's Titan Comics with Conan the Barbarian. And last but not least, Viz Media uh, gives us, I'm not going to pronounce this right, Shujin X slash Rooster Fighter. So there are a few things to look forward to in uh, in May, six months. Yeah. I was, was going to say only five plus months. Yeah, sorry. That's right. We're getting everybody excited, you know? And who well, knows? Maybe by the time they listen to this, maybe it's like May 5th, and they're like, wait, what? Tomorrow? <laughs> that's true. You never know. Time is irrelevant uh, in podcasts. That's what, I, that's what I always say. I've always said that. Time is irrelevant. <laughs> I'm, I'm the only one that's ever said that. You, you, you Time probably is relevant are. in podcasting. Probably. Nobody else has said that. Well, um, we we talked about it here at the top of the show about the, the uh, brackets and a surprise early round knockout as the Santa Claus is out. But you know what's yep. not out, Mike? The rest the, of the Santa Clauses? The Santa Clauses. Yes. And on Wednesday, I believe, we got the first two episodes dropped on Disney Plus for the series that is a, a, a sequel series to the trilogy movie from uh, several years back. And I had the good fortune to be able to watch both episodes. Mike, did you? Yes, I did. What'd you think there, sir? So first of all, uh, when they were doing the story and they were starting off and they were talking about like, oh, it's, you know, oh, 30 years or almost close to 30 years. And I was like, oh, that's kind of like movie timeline. That isn't really, that's not right. And then I looked it up and the Santa Claus came out in 1994. 28 years ago, Mike. You, I, if you would have asked, me i would have said oh oh, it came out like 2005 it had to have been right i I didn't realize i was 13 when that movie came out and i'm 75 right now (laughs) tim allen's been uh santa claus for a very long time no i think the last one came out in 05 didn't it yeah um the last one might have, yeah, but not not the first no, one. No, no, not the first one. Yeah, I remember. Um, yeah, I, see I, just, theaters, I, I saw but... that. Like I said, I looked up that before. And I'm like, time, time, time uh, keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Yeah. Now, okay, and we might get into a little bit of spoilers here, but is it me or are they making it way too obvious that they want Cal Penn to be the new Santa Claus? That's a, a little Which almost, the I, and they're making it too obvious. They're making it almost like I say, they're making it almost too obvious where he's going to be the red herring. This is going to be my guess that uh, Santa Claus, Tim Allen does not retire, but he has Cal Penn come in as an apprentice. So like the last shot or maybe the last scene of the last episode is him cal and cal's daughter in the movie going uh, going on the sleigh uh, off to for the presence that's my guess 
Think about this. How many seasons do you think they won of the Santa Clauses? Depends how this one does. I you don't think that they've already got like it mapped out story wise that you you know. Well, okay. Actually, here, let me take that back. Number one, it depends how, how well this one does. Two, it depends on whether or not Tim Allen wants to do it because he might be done with it. You know. Um, and three, if he is done with it, how much money are they willing to give him? Because they got they got Disney money, so they, they can make it over. Yeah, they've had Disney money. I mean, he's been making Disney money since Tim the Toolman Taylor. Yeah, but I also think like you want to go out on top. You want to leave people wanting more, but that's I don't think that's how people in that business think. Oh, oh, sorry. This is the other thing I was thinking about. I just thought of this with with the show. Um, People, for some reason, people that make movies and TV shows do not understand how video games work. They never have, ever, because it doesn't work. You can't, as far as I know, because I've 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 had some VR. You can't just walk around outside and put VR goggles on and it's a game. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. You have you still have to be connected to something. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. You can't just like. <laughs> But but people that make movies and TV shows have never ever known how video games work. Like I remember years and years ago watching or not watching even uh, reading uh, an article uh, that goes like a com- com- comedy type article. But they were listing all the times that on TV shows like there was one I don't know, like CSI or something. They had two people typing on a keyboard at the same time no. for something. Or they had people like one was somebody was playing a video game and they had the, the controller hand and then there was the and there was the guy was playing it and there was for whatever reason they had to do it to solve like a crime I don't remember but there was a girl in the background of course uh, you can't have a girl know uh, you know video games but she was mimicking it or like her hands were doing it and it's like that's not even if you understand you know video games like you don't sit there in the back with your pretending you're holding a controller. <laughs> so I saw that. I was like, Oh my God, no. All right. But anyway, so. Well, and, and that's okay because sometimes you are in a, uh, a video game adaptation movie that is pretty gosh darn horrible. And you claim that it's a beloved movie. And, and because you claim it's a beloved movie, because you talk to three people who recognize you uh, for probably other works you are putting down a a new uh, incarnation of that character on the big screen. That's I'm, right. trying I'm trying to understand. I'm, I'm temporarily jumping from uh, the Santa Clauses to Super Mario Brothers and John Leguizamo, oh. uh, in, in wildly oh. <laughs> claiming that his that his Superman or Superman Super Mario movie from 1990 whatever is beloved. Uh, he knows better. He's not that dumb. He might be. I mean, he might be a Scientologist. I don't know. Ooh. Okay. Well, <laughs> and there goes our podcast. That's <laughs> ah, fine. No, that's the good thing about not many people listening. It don't matter. <laughs> Somebody tweet at John Leguizamo. Tell him what I just yeah, said. Yeah, go ahead. Come yeah. at me, Leguizamo. I'm ready to see get, you get, get your ass yeah, kicked in violence. this episode out there. Yeah. He's, did you see the trailer oh, yeah, for Violet Night? Yeah, yeah, we talked about it on here. Okay, just making sure I got a bad memory. I know. <laughs> but let's go back to the Santa Claus real yes, quick. What do you yes. think about it? 
I'm enjoying it. Um, like you, I I see that the writers at least want us to be thinking that it's going to be Cal Penn. Mm-hmm. Um, and how about Cal Penn? You know, in in his career and his trajectory in the last twenty, like since Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, you know, like he's done a little bit of everything. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, you know what? I was listening to an interview he was doing. I don't think it was about the Santa Clauses. But he was even talking about uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle and how obviously you can't do it now. He didn't say it in a bad way. He's like, this is a good thing. You can't do it nowadays. But he's like, but he's like, I would still love to do another one. It just he's like, we'll still make it funny, you know, and I'm like, oh, that would be interesting. It would be interesting to see them now, because obviously I don't even think about how long ago that one was. Every bit of 20 years, probably. Yeah. But how they are. 20 years down oh, the line. like just the characters yeah how the characters yeah. are 20 years that'd be crazy line. i feel like they'd get it they'd get it figured out you know like they probably oh, like recreationally use or something like that but they don't really ever yeah. have to go to white castle anymore all right yeah. santa claus is <laughs> yeah <laughs> no it was good to see as much uh you know that they got back as much of that old cast as possible and i think i meant mentioned this to you in a message that uh david crumholz who played the uh head elf bernard i believe is supposed to be coming back at some point in the yes. season which yes, would be indeed. fantastic i it was great to see charlie and you know like charlie grew up um because he was only had a small part in in the third movie uh, obviously he's you know like co-lead almost in the first one and but it's tapered down so seeing him back in that first uh, or second episode was pretty cool um mm-hmm. but yeah now he's got like a family and and uh the family doesn't know what his dad does, which is kind of hilarious. Like it went from being a toy factory in Canada to being a, like a, a, a fisherman in Greenland yeah. or Iceland or something like that. It's yeah. crazy. It's like, I don't want it to, I don't want to go where it smells like fish. Yeah. Well, and then, Charlie, and then they, in the very first scene, they had the girl from the original Santa. I, I think she was the same girl. They, they said she was, I didn't look oh, up the, the, the lactose intolerant girl. Yeah. Or, the, or the, with the, the, with the lactose intolerant milk. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh wow. I like I said, I didn't look up if that's actually the same one, but man. I, I kind of feel like unless there was something like tragic that happened to these young actors that there's no reason not to bring them back, you know? Oh yeah. Um and yeah, but it was a small but memorable part, you know, from that first movie. Um and it, it is it's nice, but that's that's all that this series is. It's nostalgia. You know, they're, they're mining our emotions because this is going to be tough for you to hear, Mike. We're perpetual children who have never grown out of an adolescent phase. Oh, no, that's I I, I thought you were just going to be like, this is going to be hard for you to hear. We're old. <laughs> that too. No, I've known that. No, I like, I, but I, thinking- I like that you took my news easier than like me just saying coming out and saying we're old. So. Yeah. No. And, and you know, what's funny is like you, you mentioned like we're perpetual children. It's like kind of. Yes. I kind of feel like that way sometimes because like I think of what like my, my dad was doing at my age or even my mom was doing at my age. And I can guarantee you they weren't playing video games and reading comic books. <laughs> you know, uh, Granted, nope. they probably had a lot more money than I do right now. They're more successful. But uh, I, I, I think my dad and mom probably felt older than I do right now. Yeah. 
Our, the comics keep us young, Mike. The comics keep yes. us young. Gotta keep reading them then. That might be the uh, headline of this episode. The comics keep us young, young. with yes. our feature photo of Mike's boot. <laughs> I gotta I gotta find some tight jeans. All my jeans I have because of being a, a, a little chunky guy uh are are bigger. I don't I don't wear I don't wear skinny jeans, but I'm sure I can probably find some that like haven't fit me in a while and squeeze into them. You got 24 hours. <laughs> All right, make it happen, Mike. Anything else that you wanted to discuss? Uh, no, that's it. We're good. We've been at it for a while. Yeah, I said next week. Hey, you know what? Honestly, next week um, I might run down to the house. I'll bring or to the house to your house uh, after Thanksgiving, depending on what time it is and stuff. I don't want to be too late, but I might bring some a uh, couple of shot skis for you. Uh, we got that under control, boss. I don't believe you. Like, didn't, didn't you already? Didn't you get rid of the wild turkey? I wish I was lying. Oh, I'll still bring some just in case. You know what? I'll I'll bring another. I'll bring a bottle just in case we run through that bottle. That won't be necessary. Never know. Maybe we'll make we'll make some drinks or something. Maybe you will. I'll be drinking beer. I'll be drinking my uh, Trappist beers. Ooh, a Trappist beer and whiskey. Okay, I like your style, Greg. Okay, that's enough, Hardcore. Mike. Mike, that's horrible. Hardcore. You you heard it here first, Greg. Or first, Greg. <laughs> Jesus, I did. I did hear it. Greg, whatever I'm you're saying, you, know, you did hear it. Whatever first. you're saying is a lie. <laughs> so, all right. Well, thank all you, right. Mike, for uh, spending some time with me on a Friday night. Thank you, folks, for joining us. Uh, whenever, wherever you do, uh, whether it's at home, at work, in the car on a walk, on a run, if you have, you know, live in one of those places where it's not already winter, uh, because that was a surprise last Saturday morning. Uh, so, uh, we'll do it all again next week. Uh, won't be before Thanksgiving. It'll be right after. So have a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, it's okay to take the pants with the elastic waistband. You're all family and no one will judge you probably. Uh, so for the co-host of the year, Mike Luther, I'm Greg Mahochko for Nerds United and the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network, reminding you to be kind and good afternoon. <laughs> now, fellow, here you are in a shitty British bar with a frothy little frown upon your lips. Another pint for me, friend. Extra warm. Your accent blows. Well, I beg to differ. As you're drowning in that ale, you're feeling like a fail. You're sorrier than soggy fish and chips. But you don't have to sit and pout. Just let your inner Scrooge come out. Because why should any other jerk enjoy his day? When you're down in the dumps and need some cheering up, sees turn and tap a hapless chap. And sweetly say Good afternoon Good afternoon Well I never Just let one fly and you'll be smiling pretty soon Like this Good afternoon I beg you You pompous ass It's like this off a with a little touch of glass Oh, oh two little words can totally change your tune Good afternoon Good afternoon Good afternoon Wrong in 
so very, very long, and I get it's an important point of pride. It's part of my job. But come on, don't stay quiet. You know you wanna try it. Better to never let all of the bitter be bottled up inside. Oi! Out of the road, dingus! Oh, come on, bub. He's got it coming. You know you want to. Mm -mm. Come on. It's right there. Just let it Good afternoon! How you say? So you're a waitress, cantankerous, performs all this thing! Good afternoon! You smell of shite! Now we didn't say good morning or good night! That's right! Yes, two little words can totally change the tune! Good afternoon, good afternoon! Good afternoon! Your wife. Good afternoon. It meant not a thing. I swear upon my life. Good afternoon. He has the play. Good afternoon. She called you a whore. Good afternoon. I'm an orphan, please, sir. May I have some more? Good afternoon. Hello. Good, Good afternoon. Pardon this rinse. Good afternoon. Just deplore him with decorum like your Judy Bloody Dench. Wait, wait. Was that Judy Dench? Oh my god, she's a national treasure. I love her in everything. I loved her in um, that uh, chocolate. Chocolade. Chocolate. While we're stopping through the streets of London town, the quickest little pick me up is kicking people down. is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.